Yeah, it's just a good practice to do that. I mean, I think it'll um, when some if I go to somebody's site and I know that they're actually letting me know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we're we want to track you, so we're letting you know that by coming here, we're going to track you, and you can agree. I mean, it may be a little annoying, but I would actually feel like, oh, okay, well, thanks for letting me know, you know. <laughs> back to another episode of the IT Pixels podcast. This is David. And this is Anthony. And uh, it's kind of sad how we apologize for missing episodes at the beginning of every episode. So I'm not going to do that this time. No, we don't apologize. Unapologetically missing episodes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no remorse. We're doing this on purpose. Uh, yeah. It's just hateful. Um, it's hot outside until... Yeah, other things are happening. Um, have you seen Infinity War yet? Yeah, um, yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> I have not seen it. Um, oh, okay. Well, I right. don't care well, if you then. say any spoilers, but I have not seen that. I one of my coworkers saw it, and uh, they were talking about it a little bit, but I haven't seen it yet because oh, I'm not pressed. Um, so we won't talk about Captain America dying. I knew so. about that. I know about that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at him. Mad at his death. Okay. Are you mad at Iron Man's death? See, now I didn't know about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Anybody else? Anything else you want to spring on me? Um. How do you feel about Hawkeye's death? Do not care. Hawkeye was trash anyway. Hawkeye is trash. What's his name is trash. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Black Widow. Like, she doesn't really. She's not trash. She's not trash, but she's not. She's not as trash as Hawkeye, but she doesn't have any powers. Well, well, you should give her credit for being out there with all these people with powers. Mm, okay. I mean, she's doing what she can. That's like Batman. Like. Yeah, Batman's way cooler than than Black Widow and Hawkeye to me. Because he's rich. I mean, his superpower is his bank account. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not mad at Black Widow. I mean, she, she, she's everybody ain't able. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing, she doing what she can. And everybody else got like a suit. I mean, not everybody got powers. Iron Man doesn't have powers, technically. Yeah, but like, yeah. Falcon doesn't have powers. Who's the, the black guy? Yeah, yeah, he just he just has tech. I mean, he's kind of yeah. I mean, too. yeah. They 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 just gave him tech. Like, I mean, uh, most most of them don't have power. A lot of them don't have powers. They just got equipment that yeah. enables you know compensation for but, performance yeah. enhancing equipment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, since the weather has warmed up, have you been riding your bike more? Today, <laughs> <laughs> I just started today. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, last weekend I think I rode my bike down the parking garage and back up in my apartment, and then um, I was like, you know what, this is fun. 
Um, so this weekend, <laughs> that's what inspired me to start my career as, as a cyclist. Yeah, I was like, oh, hey, this, oh yeah, this is fun. But um, that, that it's sad that that's happened. Just me being at one point pretty hardcore about it. Because <laughs> I remember at one point I was like, I'm gonna only, I'm not gonna drive my car at all on the weekend. I'm only riding my bike. Of course, it was easier to do that where I was living, but yeah, um, yeah. But um, yeah, so I threw my bike in the car and drove downtown today and was riding around on the Beltline. They got downtown. It wasn't that long, but I'm not that in shape. Well, bike riding shape. So whatever, whatever. You're, you're in shape. Or you're not in shape. I don't feel like there's a difference between in shape and bike riding shape. Um. Well, it's like endurance, I guess, matters. Because like I, I'm. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm out of shape, but I definitely my endurance can be trash if I don't ride my bike somewhat regularly. Yeah, because I mean, even if you lift a bunch of weights and everything, you can you can lift a bunch of weight, but then your endurance be trash. I mean, that's entirely possible. So I mean, I'm, I don't know. So I mean, I mean, go I go to the gym a lot, but yeah, I don't ride. I don't do a whole lot of endurance stuff because I'm not riding a trail mill in the gym. You don't you don't bored. go to spin classes or nothing? <laughs> I haven't in a while. I no, I I used to. Uh. Not not much. We went a couple of times. So we went to this one. It's like black owned, and so they were playing like Migos and like. Tony on Savage, why you spin? I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> this is where that music works. You know, it's either you're in a club or some type of strip club, or you're in spin class. And I was like, oh, okay, this is where that you know, they're writing. Your brain gets to the point where you're not listening because you're tired, mm-hmm. so you're not listening enough, so you can just get in the motion of it and whatever. That's you know, that's where you want to be. So, yep, I uh. So Friday was bike to work day here in D.C. And so, but unfortunately, it's been raining. Like, it was raining, like, basically for the last seven days, it rained every day. So Friday was raining as well, of course. Um, So I biked partway to work and then I came back home and went, drove my car. Well, I biked to, like, so they have, like, different checkpoints where you can go and pick up a t-shirt that says, I biked to work today or whatever. So I biked down there, and they were giving out, like, free bike swag stuff. So I went, I biked, it was probably maybe round trip, maybe six or seven miles. So I biked down there, got my swag, biked back. On the way back, realized I'm super out of shape. Because, like, it's like a slight incline, and I'm all getting winded. Well, not winded, but I'm just like, my legs is killing me, and I'm shifting down to the easiest gear possible. And I'm like, okay, this is sad. Why is this guy jogging, keeping up with me? So I've been trying to ride more consistently because I get home earlier. So I try and ride. So I've been, well, I did it for like a week. I tried to ride like after work a little bit, just around the neighborhood, but I just haven't been consistent. Yeah, I think the point of bike to work day is that, you know, it's like, oh, okay, in honor of this, it's not like, oh, okay, this is the one day you actually bike to work. Yeah, the rest of the, it's not like, the, rest of the time. It's not like bring your kids to work day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to be, like, like, oh. I mean, just like you, I used to, when I had my old job, my car, I didn't have to drive my car at all during the week. On the weekends, yeah. I might have to go somewhere or whatever, buy groceries or whatever, I have to go somewhere. But during the week, my car literally just sat in the garage and collected dust. Um, yeah. but now I drive every day, basically every day of the week. Well, I didn't drive anywhere today, but you know, yeah, I, I got, a, um, I mean, what I, what I did this weekend, that was pretty cool, but 
I don't know. I got to get a bike rack, um, and I need to. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of trails like around. Apparently, I'm just gonna have to drive to get to them or whatever, because I'm not in an area where I just want to hop on a bike and ride in the street. Really, I mean, I see people, some people doing it, but I'm not really. I don't know. Nah, yeah, that's that's the issue with where I work. <laughs> it's it's not a place where I could feel comfortable biking to without getting hit or something. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in my my ride to work, I, I mean, my job is thirty miles away. So. You could do it. It's it's not impossible, but thirty miles. I also go, like, take, like go in two at hours, seven hour and a half. So, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you would do that. So I'm I'm not. I don't know. It's. I mean, I take the highway to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it, I'm not that it's impossible. It's just, bro. <laughs> That's it's not really, not really necessary. So, I don't know. Yep. But they may move. We may be moving, so we'll see. Maybe a little bit closer. I mean, I'm still sure I won't be able to ride the park, but <laughs> at least I can ride on the weekend. Mm-hmm. We do that more often. So. All right. Well, in this episode, we've gotten all our apologies, or no, yeah, we didn't apologize. So we got all that out the way. This episode, um, what I wanted to talk a little bit about was something called GDPR. Um, this really affects you, like if you live in Europe, in UK or whatever. But if you don't, it's still it's probably something you should do because... Uh, well, if you do business... Yeah, if you do business over there, live. you've got people visiting your site from there or whatever, then you've got to take this into account. So it's called, what GDPR stands for is the General Data Protection Regulation. It's something that was passed in... Well... I don't know exactly where, because research, we don't do. Um, but it was passed, <laughs> I think, back in April, and it basically has to do about protecting people's personal data and stuff like that. And the, why this matters, um, as a designer or a web, well, basically as a web designer uh, from, or an owner of someone who has a website, this matters because, you know, a lot of websites these days, you're collecting people's data and information. And part of the regulation is has to do with how you handle that data and like giving people the option to choose to have their data removed and all that type of stuff. So I want to talk a little about about that because you know as a designer, um, I've had a couple people mention it to me as something they need to because they you know they realize they need to address this because they deal with customers overseas. And then you know even my own website, if I was collecting this type of data or whatever, I would make need to make sure that I'm meeting all the regulations and all that type of stuff and not running into issues. Okay. Yeah. My, I know my job, they mentioned recently mentioned it because they deal with, um, well, they have some clients in Europe. So <laughs> there were, and honestly, their way to not deal with it was to just fire those clients. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll tell you, like, if you just don't want to deal with this, then all you need to do is, like, remove any data collection stuff off your site. Like, so don't have any email signups, don't have any, like, you could have social media stuff on there, but don't have any email signups, um, any shopping carts where you collect users' data or anything like that. So that's the, that's the, uh, the easiest that's the easiest way, way. <laughs> <laughs> just just say no shipping to europe <laughs> depending on what you're doing yeah just that that's or just say if you're not if you're from europe don't visit my site well you can't tell them not visit your i know i well yeah but 
Yeah, I've seen. I've definitely seen where some because uh, you know how some things are blocked in certain countries. Like, because yeah. when I was in Switzerland, I tried to go to some site and. Or maybe that wasn't when I was. I don't remember, but I know. I know I've gone to some sites and it's like, sorry, this site can't be displayed because of where you are. So, you know, you need to go somewhere else before you can get to this. Well, that's what happens when you try to watch porn at work. Um, and that is not what I was. Uh... <laughs> um. I know one, I mean, it seems the main thing is, you know, it's just if you're doing data collection. Yeah. Well, know, collection and storage. If you're not, yeah. If you're doing that, I mean, otherwise you ain't got to worry about it, but if you're doing any kind of thing or you're saving people, you need to provide them with an option to opt out, opt out. you need to let them know that you're putting cookies on their, you know, mm-hmm. site, things like that. So a lot of this... You can't do anything sneaky. <laughs> I, I want to say a lot of this is already kind of... A lot of sites already take care of this. So, like, if you heard about this and you're really concerned... Depending on the platform you're using, unless you wrote your site yourself, a lot of the platforms like WordPress or, you know, uh, Squarespace or whatever already kind of take care of a lot of this stuff for you. Because, like, I know a lot of sites now that they'll prompt you and tell you, hey, we want to use cookies before you even, you know, it's not like a, a sneaky cookie that they're putting in. They'll tell you, hey, this could be better if you agree to accept cookies or whatever. So I think, um, and then, like, the whole opt-in, opt-out type of situation, if you're using... Like, so you have, let's say you have a mailing list and you're using MailChimp or Constant Contact or something like that to manage that. They, a lot of them already have a lot of these things built in where you have to, a lot of them have like double consent to get into the mailing list. Like you'll, you'll fill out the form and say, I want to join. Yes, I want to join. And then you'll get an email saying, sure you want to join. And you got to confirm that. And then you're really joined. So, um, a lot of this is already kind of taken care of in some ways, but it's, it's still a good idea to just verify and make sure everything's set up properly so that, you know, you don't get no lawsuits or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I was going to say, basically, what you need to do as a site owner or someone who's managing a site for someone is take some time and just analyze, okay, what data does this site collect? And is there something of that data that is collected that I need to be wary of or I need to monitor or pay attention to because it is you know, covered under this GDPR thing? Um, so as part of that, you need to figure out where on your site data is being collected. So where do I have the email sign up form? Where do I do I collect people's um, payment information on checkout, that type of thing? And then you need to figure out how how that information is being used are you telling people and getting their consent when you collect their data or when you allow they turn on cookies or whatever and do you give them a way to opt out if they choose to say i don't want to be in this anymore and i want you to remove me from your list and remove me from your crm system or whatever else yeah I mean, that's if you're a small company. If you're a bigger company, then you got a, <laughs> a world of other issues yeah. you got to deal with. Yeah, because like um, your data is being used across multiple places. Like for most people with like a small website, you might have a list of customers or something like that, but you're not then moving that data into a customer relationship management system or into some other system and sending them stuff in the mail or whatever. If you're doing all that, fine, but that just means you have more to look into. If you're just like collecting emails for an email newsletter, then it's not that bad. Um, a lot of that will be handled yeah. um, through MailChimp or Constant Contact or whoever you're using for your email newsletter provider. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, because if you otherwise, you're gonna have to get into like hiring people to <laughs> do all kinds of, uh, you know, like a data protection officer and like a what is it called? Um, crap, I forgot the name of it. But basically, you're you're gonna have to do anything. Anytime you have like a cookie or anything like that, you're gonna have to add all of that to your privacy policy, your your SSL certificate, like and if you're using any kind of chat software, you're gonna have to add that to the privacy policy. All kinds of like just you gotta get dig really in there just to make sure nothing is just happening without people's no right. knowledge. Yeah, I think a lot of this again, I didn't have said it before, but I think a lot of this is kind of addressed already as long as you're using one of like a bigger third party tool for like newsletter sign up or something like that. If you have custom stuff you built on your site that does this stuff, that's when you really need to look into it because a lot of companies I know MailChimp recently a while back sent out something that they were making changes to kind of address some of this stuff. So I think that's fine. Uh however I think it is important to to make sure in whatever you're sending out that is clear one a big part of this is like being, giving people the option of opting out so you don't want to make it difficult or confusing or hard to find the opt-out link on your site for opting out of an email list or whatever else it is yeah um well, I think one thing we should, because we didn't really talk about it, but like, why is this a thing? Not necessarily why the law was mm-hmm. passed or whatever, but why is this a concern for people in general? People don't like having their data kept around. Yeah. I mean, and some of that is, you know, with the whole Facebook mm-hmm. like, issues, them selling the data and stuff like that. I think that's part of the reason why this has yeah. become a thing, you know. Because, you know, people will use that data without your knowledge. Basically, your data is a, you know, mm-hmm. commodity. And basically, it's a Babylon thing. And uh, <laughs> you're trying to avoid that. Let's put policies in place to avoid that kind of uh, activity. Yeah. It makes sense. I understand the reasoning and everything. Um and I feel like a lot of this is things that if you if you're not doing something shady, you should be doing anyway. So it's not if you're doing business the right way, then none of this should be a problem. I think some of this will should help you. Like you might not be doing all of this because maybe you're you're not as sensitive to other people's privacy as you should be. But if you're trying to do the right thing, you shouldn't be way off base in terms of this. Um, so yeah. Well, I mean, I, I will. I would say though that I mean, with um, when it comes to companies looking for leads and sales and stuff like that, they're you know in tracking customers and stuff like that. It will you know even if they're not trying mm-hmm. to be shady, you know, people want to know. You know, you want people's data. You know, want to know what people are doing. You know, want to know where you came from. You know, all kinds of stuff like that. And so that. You know, it encourages, sometimes it <laughs> makes you want to do things that maybe a little, seem a yeah, little like. Edge of the edge of uh, right. Yeah, because you want to, you want to, you know, you wanna, it's like, all right, I mean, I don't want to be creepy, but like, you know, 
You know, if I can have something pop up before they leave my site or, like, I just need, want to track them a little bit, you know. <laughs> I want to follow them all the way home. I just want to go, but, like, to know, the neighborhood. Wanna, you know. I'm not going to go in yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be in the bushes outside, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, that's cool. I mean, I'm just going to look in the window. It's not, I mean, I'm not going to, like, climb in the window unless it's unlocked. <laughs> Obviously, I have to go inside and lock it for you know. But I mean, other, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not creepy. Well, I think know. the other, the one thing that I thought was interesting about it is like now you have to let people know, like if you, because uh, I've worked with some people using those Facebook pixels and pixels from other sites as well, where they can basically track a specific user from site to site or whatever. And now you mm. have to let people know if you're doing that type of stuff on the site, and then also. I know Facebook does it now, but like if you sign on to a site using Facebook or some other social network, you have to let the people know what information you're pulling from their social network account into your site for use. Because, you know, you could pull in all kinds of stuff from social media. Like once I know who you are on social media, I can really start to target you and do more stuff, you know. It could be shady. It could just be, you know, targeting mm-hmm. stuff to you. But I could really do more. Um, and so, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of that stuff. It's like if you're doing it for your business, you're trying to attract people. I mean, some of it, you may just mm-hmm. have to do it manually. I know some of the stuff that saves you time, but you know, especially if you're selling something, you're gonna go out there and do the work anyway. So, I mean, you may just have to do it manually instead of just automatically collecting their data. You may just have to, like, okay, well, I'll go off of what they gave me, you know, you know, do some research and, you know, find their Instagram and you know, like yeah. all their pictures, you know. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. like normal people do. So, so um, the other thing I was going to talk about a little bit was, like, basically tools that you could use to help you, you, yourself fix stuff fix these problems um there is actually so wordpress is a platform that a lot of people are using now so that's what i was going to talk about briefly but work for wordpress is a plugin called wp gdpr compliance um and basically it's gonna you once you turn it on it'll help you kind of avoid make sure you're kind of in line with what you're supposed to be doing and it can, can help you avoid problems basically um it'll do a check and make sure everything's right and things like that um you can check it out if you're into that but um of course it's not gonna fix everything for you because there are some of the some of the things that have to be adjusted are manual um one thing i forgot to mention also is like google analytics if you're using google analytics on your site there's a setting that you you, sh- you should change so that it doesn't track individual IPs. Because if you track individual IPs, I can track a specific user and know whether a specific user is hitting my site versus um, just you know how many users are. I can say, well, Anthony visited this site today if I'm tracking by his specific IP. Um, so there's changes like that you have to make. Again, uh, if you're using like WordPress, depending on how you set up your Google Analytics, there's there, it's easy to change it. But um, there's tools out there too that's supposed to help it help make it easier to you know kind of meet these regulations okay but um this is obviously set up this is like we said this is um, something that's been put in place in europe um currently obviously there's not there's nothing like that 
in in force over here but i wouldn't you know as a as a american i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if something like that comes down the pike here at some point in time and so being compliant is good anyway even if you're not necessarily doing business with europe or whatever yeah it's just a good practice to do that i mean i think it'll um when some if I go to somebody's site and I know that they're actually letting me know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we're we want to track you, so we're letting you know that by coming here, we're going to track you, and you can agree. I mean, it may be a little annoying, but I would actually feel like, oh, okay, well, yeah, at least you told for letting me. me know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, well, I uh, I guess so. On one hand, I I it's good, and I'm and I'm. I'm it's great that they're doing it, but I, on the other hand, I think it's kind of like the Facebook privacy policies. People never really read those, and they just say, okay, all right, I, I agree. I just want to go in here and like some pictures. And then they get on Facebook, and they do whatever they do, and then they, they get upset when they they realize the level at which they're being tracked. And like the level at which Facebook knows what they've been doing. Like When you start to see ads on Facebook matching up with stuff you were looking at on eBay or something like that, then it's like, whoa, they really are watching me. And then they get mad. But it's like, you have the opportunity to read this stuff. And that's what I think it's going to continue to happen is people don't read. People don't read those privacy policies and fully understand them a lot of times. And so when things go wrong, they're like, what? But, but did, I didn't know. And it's like, well, you didn't read. I kind of assume that I'm yeah. being tracked when I'm on the internet. <laughs> I just kind of assume it. Like, yeah, I've noticed it now. I mean, because you know, like I'll, I've looked at stuff on eBay before, and then I'll be on Facebook, and I'll notice, hey, you were looking at this on eBay. Why don't you go buy it? And I'm like, no, I was just browsing. I don't want to buy that. And then I'll notice, uh, or do I, you? But <laughs> I know I've also <laughs> noticed like uh, Instagram. I've I forget I tagged something in a picture I posted on Instagram and then shortly thereafter I saw ads related to that. Oh yeah, I don't yeah it sometimes it feels a little heavy handed. It's like dude, like I I was just looking at that. I I didn't actually <laughs> want to you know. Hey, I'm not gonna ask any questions, but yeah. Yeah, I've seen that happen, and then of course those because Instagram and Facebook are together, you'll see that same stuff follow you on the Facebook if you're on Facebook like that. And then of course, like then there's other thing like uh, so earlier this year, um, it was during winter time, and my wife stays being cold during the winter. Like I think it's just a problem. I don't know, but anyway, so I was looking online because there's this company that sells like thermal underwear, like long johns or whatever supposed to keep you really warm so I, somebody had posted something about like a coupon code that would save a bunch of money off of them so i was like yeah maybe i'll get some so i looked i went to their website briefly and then i left i didn't buy anything didn't click around or nothing i just looked to see what the price was and i left for like the next week i saw ads for that company in the on the side of my email and they also sell under like regular underwear so a co-worker was looking came to look at something on my laptop and he was like why why you got these ads <laughs> he's like hey if you want to look at porn like do that on your own time and i was like no no it was i just went to this site one time and it was a whole thing so um 
You're into long <laughs> underwear porn? Yeah, it was weird because I was like, <laughs> I think these ads go away. But I mean, a lot of this stuff you can also, um, I'd say like, if this is a concern for you, uh, we're not trying to turn it into an IT podcast, but like you can, in your browser, you can block all the cookies, you can disable cookies in your browser and stuff like that so that, you know, a lot of that stuff can be cut out. I'm sure they can still track you on some level, but you could cut out a lot of it. Like for me, like I just don't sign into Facebook on certain devices because once you sign in, then it's like they've got a hold on you. Because then yeah. they, they mean it's good. They know what you're looking at, and then I'm not like that. I'm not trying to be like all creepy, but once you're signed in, then they they know like you're in. So now they're kind of watching at that point. Like that masterpiece song. Uh, I don't recall. I always feel like somebody's watching me. That was a master. Well, I guess know, it was I a masterpiece. Them in the door. But I feel like they were aware. I'm sure it wasn't that person. It was something else. Yeah, I'm sure someone else did that song first, yeah. but I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all. I think uh, to summarize, I would say if you're in Europe or whatever, UK. Obviously, you've got work to do, or you probably already fixed it by now, hopefully. If you haven't, then, like we said, there's plugins and tools out there that will help you. Uh, if you need help from a web designer, developer, um, you can you know, contact somebody to help you, but I would definitely get it taken care of. The main thing is just figure out where your site is collecting data, and if it is, and then based on that, determine what type of privacy policy and description and information you need to have on your site so that people understand what's going on. Because um, a lot of sites... I'll say a lot of sites have like their the standard privacy policy that's just generic and that might not be enough if you're doing something extra um so that generic one that a lot of people use may not may not cover all the bases if you're doing more stuff um any other tips or things to say um no that's it <laughs> Well, I would say the other thing I would say about this is I would think about your audience because if your audience is potentially falls into that area of people that would be concerned about um, their personal information being stolen or stored without their consent, then I would definitely make sure you like, Hey, we're GDPR compliant. I would put something like that on the site so that they can feel more comfortable. Cause you know, people want to feel comfortable. And by doing that, you can make sure people understand, Hey, everything's fine. Or make a big notice like, Hey, we don't track you. We don't have cookies on our site or anything like that. Cause a lot of those things can go some way in helping users feel better when they visit your site. And by that, you mean people that are selling stuff or people that just, you know, <laughs> Which is whatever your site is being used for. If you're on the dark web, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're on tiki tikitorches.net and you don't want people to know that and track you. <laughs> Alright. Well, I think that's it for this short episode. Uh thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh 
liking and commenting on on the internet <laughs> or wherever you liked and commented um definitely check out our store on our website alienmuffin.com slash shop i think something like or store something like that alienmuffin.com you'll find it in the navigation we've got t-shirts and white beaters and all kinds of stuff available um for the low so cop something um also follow us on facebook instagram twitter and all the other social things and we won't steal your information well possibly <laughs> we'll ask for it <laughs> yeah i don't think we we collect anybody's information on our site unless you fill out our contact form if you want to do business with us, definitely go to our website and fill out the contact form <laughs> yeah all right, all right. we're out